Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I take my text from the book of Isaiah in chapter 45. Isaiah 45. I'll read the first four verses. Hallelujah. I read. Thus says the Lord to his anointed. Hallelujah. To Cyrus, whose right hand, hallelujah, I have held. To subdue nations before him. And lose the armor of kings. To open before him the double doors. So that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you. And make the crooked streets. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, I am the God of Israel. Verse 4. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect. I have even called you by your name. I have named you, though you have not known me. Praise the Lord. I say, Praise the Lord. Let me start from the last two lines. I have even called you by your name. I have named you. Though you have not known me. Glory be to God in the highest. I said glory be to God in the highest. (laughs) So you can... Own your name all you want. But please understand that I, the Lord, named you. Please, I want you to follow me closely. I believe in the name of Jesus that this is somebody's memorial. That is, today you will remember forever. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. Glory be to God in the highest. So, even your name that you can be proud of, if God didn't give you that name, you don't have it. Uh Because 200 years minimum before Cyrus was born, God spoke through this prophet said, uh-uh, to my anointed Cyrus, whose hand? So before he was born. So don't think your parents were just that smart to give you the name. You know the Bible makes it clear to us 
that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And that's why no matter how much somebody that comes on the scene thinks that this place is just made for me, I can do what I want with anybody and kick what I want and do run and there's a day to be born, a day to die. Sooner or later, here we go. Because it's he who never goes. He who made the system. He who was, who is, who is forever. Who forever will be. He says, I name you before you are named. So before your great-great-grandfather, before your for, for, great-great-great-great-grandfather was born, I gave your great-great-great-grandfather your name, and your great-great-grandfather is only her great-grandfather's name, and your grandfather's name. Before they were, I have named you. Pastor, this is just a story. No, it's not a story. Cyrus was actually born. He actually lived. He did what God said he would do. History has that. I mean, it's dead for us to see. Before I have named you, though you have not known me, I have even called you by your name, and I have named you, though you have not known me. So God is not even waiting for you to know him. <laughs> he has. He doesn't just create. He creates you to do something, to achieve something. If God does not need your input here or not, he won't bring you. Is somebody hearing me? You know, I was meditating on this yesterday, and he don't know me, and I said, my mama, all hail, the king Kitana, the immortal, the invisible. He created the whole system. Seven days, we're told. But from the day he delegated to man, you know, he stood back, and everything has to do with you. He said, come on, go ahead. He said, really? Didn't you read that? By the time he finished, he planted the garden and put man there. He said, look, keep it and tend it. Produce it and protect it. And so everything God will do here, he does it in collaboration with man. Because why? He made man to have dominion. And even if what I'm saying is this sounding like Greek to you, look at the first man, Adam. Let's create man in our image after our likeness. Why? Let them have dominion. There's a reason. There was a reason. Come on. And by the time he demonstrated it, he put him in God and said, look, it's your responsibility to keep and to produce and keep. There was a reason. He went further when he brought everything to Christian. He said, look, whatever you want them to be and do is what they will do. Yeah, assign. Man assigned every creature what their names and what they do. Check the book of Genesis. And so everybody is here to do something. There's no useless man with God. With man, with his limited ability, with which he's so prideful, he looks at some people and writes them off. Uh, Jesus is Lord. God never writes off anybody. But are you now saying that the fact that God has called you for an assignment doesn't mean he's going to fulfill it because he needs your collaboration? He needs your collaboration? Yeah! And he won't force your will. <laughs> so, and that's where knowledge is very important. So when God was saying, let me finish that verse 4, he says, so why all these calling and choosing? So we are seeing now that God chose him even before he was born. So everybody created, everybody living has been chosen for something. Talk of purpose. People spend their whole life looking for purpose. I said, don't waste your time. Seek God, you will see your purpose. Simple. Look out to Jesus, you'll find your purpose. I don't know if those of us who preach or those of us who teach, those of us who counsel, a lot of times you are wondering where to go. Are you, why are you struggling? Will you just get into his presence? I mean, get into his, forget your struggle, get into his presence. Come and tell me whether you will not come out. There will be, be a story of his beautiful presence that I can tell people. It's just the way it is. 
and in hearing the story of his presence, people are liberated. <laughs> so we shall praise the Lord. So if you are living and you are alive and you are here today, you are chosen. Chosen by God for this time. And I will fulfill my mandate in life in the name of Jesus. I don't hear you. I will fulfill my mandate in life in the name of Jesus. I will fulfill it. I will. I will. Hallelujah. So, let me jump to verse 1. Thus says the Lord to his anointed. So, what I say, everyone God chooses for something is anointed for it. Did you hear me? See, every time God has something to accomplish, he looks for some man to do it. That man becomes God's anointed as far as that assignment is concerned. You can fight him all you want. He will achieve in Jesus' name. Except he doesn't know who he is. Hallelujah. See, so, Pastor, are you saying that all of us who are born again are chosen? Of course you are chosen. Check the Greek word for church. They are the what? The called out ones. They say, Pastor, give me scripture. First Peter 2 9 is there now. Which are you there? It says, We are a chosen generation. You are what? You are what? A chosen generation. Yeah. Can't you see? A peculiar people. Why? To show forth. <laughs> Who has called us? Out of darkness. Out of darkness. Out of so thus saith the Lord to his anointed. So God is ever speaking to his anointed. If God chooses you and gives you an assignment, you think he will fold his arm and let you crash? Hello? You think he will fold? See, just go and fail. No way. He will communicate with you until you finish where? Example? Jesus says, why are you surprised that things are happening? I feel the fire now. Why? Don't you know that even the words I speak, they're not mine? That the words of my father as I hear him, so I do. That's why you see miracles. I'm on assignment. You ever heard him say, My meat is to do the will of him that called me and to finish it? I have no business being here than to do the will of the Father and to. <laughs> as I see him, I do. So I'm in constant communication. He demonstrated it. When Lazarus would come up, hey, baby was crying. he was thinking, really was thinking. They said he got there. He lifted up his eyes to heaven. Everybody was looking at him. He said, come on, roll out the stone. They did. Ah! He said, I thank you. Because you always hear me. And I'm doing this so that they may know that you sent me. You called me. You chose me. So I give you praise for it. Lazarus! <laughs> I'm talking to someone here today. I see your life changes from today in the name of Jesus. Come on. The mistakes of your father and your mother has nothing to do with you. Even the mistakes of your life has nothing to do. 
is a new beginning. Every revelation is a new beginning for you in the name of Jesus. God is still speaking to his anointed. So, in the light of this, I can say, Thus said the Lord, to his chosen for a specific purpose, Cyrus. To his one chosen for a specific purpose, anointed. But really, what does that mean? That means that God puts his spirit on you to do it. He puts his ability on you to do it. Because it's his work and by his choice, he puts his spirit. You'll finish well. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'm chosen! For my assignment in life, I am chosen, sir. For your own assignment, you are chosen. Listen to me. Nobody can fight me in the place of assignment and win. Nobody can fight you in your place of assignment. They will look for him, they won't see him. That's the Bible. See what he says. To my anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I am. So if God chooses you, ah, he anoints you, and what does that mean? He's holding you by the right hand. See, the right hand thing is big in the Bible. All through the Old Testament, you find it. Even the right hand in the New Testament. You see, right? Wait, wait. Seated by the. God has elevated him and what? Seat him. Where? At his right hand. Man, it's a place of authority. It's all about the Bible. Glory be to God in the highest. So when God chooses you, he holds you <laughs> by your right hand. Hallelujah. He says, you said, I've heard. Why? We say, the reason? To subdue. To what? Subdue. To understand right hand very well. Just look at Isaiah 41, verse 10, verse 13. Verses 10 and 13, you see there. 10 talks about the right hand of God. Hallelujah. And then 13 talks about your own right hand. When God holds it. Look at 10 quickly. Fear not. Verse 10. Can you see what is right hand? When his right hand comes, fear disappears. There is no security and sense of security that you can get better than when you know his right hand is holding you. I'm not joking, no. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Hallelujah. It's personal here. I will strengthen you. Ooh. Yes, I will help you. That's the right, that's the meaning of his right hand holding you. Can anybody here do with help? If you know you can do with some help in some areas of your life, shout amen. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. If you know there's an area of your life that you need help, shout amen. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive help. I'm waiting for a testimony. (laughs) I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Look at verse 13. For I, the Lord your God, will hold you. How? Your right hand. 10 is his right hand holding you. 13 is him holding you by your right hand. And the two are saying, Fear not. Saying to you, Fear not. I will help you. The two are saying the same thing. Fear not. I will help you. So when his right hand is introduced, uh, fear. Stay 
Strength comes. Strength appears. Strength comes. When you hold my right hand, strength appears. Strength comes. I say your life is changing for good in the name of Jesus. Whose right hand have held? So what would I do to subdue you? So in other words, when God calls you, the devil will try to raise a position. There will be those who will be saying off oh, in incantation. That those who will gather themselves to just make sure that you don't succeed. Not because you offended them, not because you stole from them. Mm-mm-mm. They are just jealous. They are just envious. They are just angry. Because that's the character of their father. The devil. is just to look and steal. To look and destroy. To look and kill. So don't be surprised when they try to kill you. Don't be surprised when they try to destroy or steal from you. That's the nature of their father. So if anybody tells you I'm the best of Christian in my life and he's trying to kill you. He's telling you lies. He belongs to his father. Say, surely they will gather by none of me. But as many as they gather against you for your sake. Why? Why your sake? Because you are my anointed. You are my chosen. You are my called one. You are the one I'm holding this hand. They will fall because of you. Did you hear me? Say, because of me. Because of me. In the name of Jesus, they will fall. I didn't say it well. I said, they will fall. I said, they will fall. In the name of Jesus. Because why I am chosen. And that's why when you're in the place of assignment, you don't need to be afraid. That's why you should not covet. What God has not called me to is not my business. He has called me to, I will man it well. And as long as I'm following him, there's no devil. The blood of Jesus will obliterate them in the name of Jesus. Our own sacrifice is the blood of the everlasting covenant. Some shout, the blood of Jesus. I say, shout, the blood of Jesus. Shout, the blood of Jesus. Shout, I am chosen. That's why we say to Joshua, no man shall be able to stand against you. All the days of your life. Why? I chose you like I chose Moses. Did you hear me? Let me explain to you. God bless you. You have your house where you are living. Don't go and make trouble in another person's house. That's not your assignment too. If you go make trouble in another person's house, they will give you... Sh- <laughs> you will pray if you escape alive. You don't go there and say, God, come and help me. You come and help you to come and destroy another person's house. It's a lie. But in your own house, uh, where God called you and He put you, no, He will fight for you. You say, Why your house? Because you have your wife to take care, you have your husband to take care, you have your children to take care. You are caretaker, they are not yours, you are and you have to report back to God. God will back you up. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. We talk of assignments. Assignments are not limited to just coming to preach the Bible. If you're an engineer, you are the light of the world where you are. If you're a doctor, you are the light of the world where you are. If you're a teacher, you are the light of the world where you are. If you're a farmer, you are the light of the world where you are. You represent God where you are. You have something to do. You have to bring glory to God in your place of work. You have to bring glory to God in discharging your whatever, your vocation, your, your profession, whatever you're doing. And I tell myself, like I will tell people from time to time, if whatever you are doing in life falls short of these two measures, you have missed it. What are they? 
if it does not bless humanity and glorify God, you are wasting your time. It won't last. Whatever it is, let generations after you say, we thank God he was born. Let God be glorified. They will see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. You can't be, you can't be there and God will fold his arm and see you get no way. No man shall be able to stand again. All the days of your life. Shout in the name of Jesus. I say amen to that. Amen. He said, why? To subdue nations. That is to, to deal with nations. He said, what? To conquer nations. To bring nations to subjection. Everyone that will stand in your path. And to lose the armor of kings. What does that mean? To force submission of kings, no matter how strong they have been. God is on the move in you and through you. They had better recognize that and bow to God, otherwise they'll be crushed. No, that, that's the truth. He said, give example. I'll give you quickly. The Bible says no king gets there as God has ordained. In this age of democracy, thank God. So some people will get there, they are not your party. They are not the ones you like. So you are angry. It's okay. You are free to be angry. But what you are not free to do is to disturb them. If God gets them there, you can't remove them all. God can't remove them. Say, Pastor, you are joking. What if they riot all over the... For your riot to succeed, it, has, it must have God behind it. Only you don't know. When God puts people there, they are there. So you mean that even when they are doing this, they can do this. If God puts them there, leave God, he will remove them. Didn't you hear Daniel? He said, he rules in the affairs of men. He puts one in, he removes one and puts another one there. He is God. My few years as a Christian and as a leader, I've come to understand something. Say so what, 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 what a Christian leader. He's doing this. What if a, 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 a political leader? Yeah, I know. We see it too. So what are you doing? Bible says I should pray all the time for them. Otherwise, it's my peace that will be eroded. I know what Proverbs 25 one. He says, His hand is my hand. I will turn it the way I want. When God will capture Babylon, no man could try it. Guess what? He got the king so excited that he was in a party. He drank to stupor. And even the security men that were man the heavy gates, they left it open. And they said, when Cyrus came, the Persian king, he captured Babylon without a fight. When God overthrew Jericho without a fight, he said, nobody ever. Don't tell me there are powers that cannot be defeated. When God's time is ready, and that's why it's not for you to take loss into your hand. Stay where God has put you. Wield your power where God has put you. He will back you up. When I see people abusing men of God, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, so you are not the Holy Ghost. Did you put him there? Eh, so must I keep quiet? I must talk. Eh, talk. But I will remind you quickly. When Miran and Aaron talked unnecessarily, God slammed them with leprosy. He said, leave Moses for me. I put him there. I will deal with him. 
Moses had to intercede for them, otherwise he would have died lepers. So you must keep quiet. I'm not saying keep quiet. You can, I say you must talk. How do you talk? Talk to God. Talk to the one who puts you there and who put them there. In your place of assignment is a dangerous place to confront you. Except as God sees your time is up by this, the one behind them that are confronting you. So we shall praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, We'll subdue kings, we'll conquer them. He says, He will lose the armor of kings. He said, I will on guard. They are guarded for battle. They are guarded. So when you appear, <laughs> they are guarded before. When you appear, their legs will wobble. When you appear, your fear will paralyze them. He said, I will strip them of their confidence. I will strip them of their power and their strength before you. <laughs> One person said the best way to describe is that when they see you, they'll begin to defecate in their pants. They are shaken. Power! Strong men that nobody has ever conquered. When God puts your fear on people, they'll be afraid. And that's why you must mind God and mind your assignment in life. That's all. That's all. Now, all these, all these, all these so far, is not said the Lord. He's yet to say what he's saying. He's still describing the fact that I have chosen Cyrus. That's what my choosing him, that's my calling the anointed. This all I've been describing. Now, what did he say? Not said the Lord, verse 2. What did he say? I will, <laughs> I will go before you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will make the crooked straight. I don't know, like, like I said, I don't know what in your life is being made crooked, disturbing you in your life assignment. I don't know what in your life is going crooked. You see, but you say, I don't have the power. I don't have the power. Please hear me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive strength. I command every crooked in your path to be straightened in the name of Jesus. I feel the fire. I command every rough to begin to smooth out in the name of Jesus. I command every valley to fill up in the name of Jesus. I command every mountain to begin to come down in Jesus' name. You remember in the book of Zechariah? He said, Zebabe, it's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit. He said, who are you mountain before Zebabe? Before Zebabe, you become a plane. I declare to every mountain before you in your place of assignment. Every mountain before me, I said, you will become a plane in the name of Jesus. I will go before you. I will go before you. I will go before you. Crooked. I will break into pieces, gates of bronze, and call the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness. You think God will send you empty handed? He knows you need substance. He said, Hoarded wealth, he will unearth it to you. What people have not discovered, what some have gathered, they think nobody will see, they want for life. God will remove them and he will he'll give it to you. He said, The day Cyrus entered into Babylon, 340,000 pounds of gold. Bow! Straight away. He didn't work for. When Jehoshaphat was delivered from the terrible clamoring of kings, he saw well the type he has never seen. He didn't reach his secret places. When Isaac obeyed God to stay in the land, one year, 100%, God blessed him. He began to be great until he became very great. He never stopped being great. In your place of assignment, there's only one way we can describe it the path of the righteous. Is somebody hearing me? Say, I am chosen. In the name of Jesus. 
says that's a shining light and it shines brighter and brighter. Isn't that what we saw in the life of Isaac? Until the perfect ending, you will finish well. In the name of Jesus. I close with this. Jesus. If we say the anointed, the first person that registers is Jesus. The anointed. How did Jesus began to manifest that anointing here. The God of very God removed all the Godhood and became man. Born in the manger. I mean, con- ah. confined himself to the womb of a woman. Yet the creator of everybody. He created the woman. Go to John chapter 1. But how did he now begin to activate it here? The Bible said he got into the synagogue. They gave him the Bible, the book of Isaiah. He himself opened to the place of the prophecy concerning him. And he began to say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He read it. He believed it. He declared it. That was the beginning. Oh, I paid the fire. By the time he finished, they knew that he wasn't just redeemed. He was talking about himself. And some people got ready to deal with him. And trouble, 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 trouble. He left them and walked away. He got to Capernaum. Guess what? Miracles. How did, how did Cyrus get there? I'll give you one more scripture on that as I close. I'll give you two, but just on to one. Ezra 1, 2. 2 Chronicles 36, 23. Hear this. 2 Chronicles 6, 23. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, all the kingdoms of the earth the Lord God of heaven has given me and he has commanded me to build him a house at Jerusalem which is in Judah who is among you of all his people may the Lord his God be with him and let him go up say look God has called me to do this so any of you from there that would like to go he knew Ezra 1-2 the same thing the question is this. How did he know? 200 years before was when the prophecy came. He read it. He believed it. He proclaimed it like Jesus did. Are you the anointed of the Lord? Yes, sir. I can't hear you. Yes, sir. Ah, Is any anointed of the Lord in this house? Yes, Forget the crooked things around you in your past and that is it. Looking in your future, forget it because the moment you know who you are, the crooked will straighten out. Can't you hear me? Your meditation will stop being on the crooked, on the one that straightens the crooked, the one that smoothens. Uh-uh. If you keep on meditating on the crooked, you'll be seeing crooked all your life. God forbid. But I am trying. I know the devil makes men and himself to, to make this crooked, but eh, what happened? They straighten out in the name of Jesus. Are you ready? It's a new beginning. In the name of Jesus. I say it's a new beginning. John 15, 17. You didn't choose me, you know. I chose you. And I chose you what? To bear fruit. What does that mean? You didn't choose me. I chose you for exploits. Tell your neighbor. Say, now I know. I am created for exploits. And that's why exploits begins with knowledge. Did you hear me? Yes, sir. You're not going to die where you are. Amen. 
you are bearing out in the name of Jesus spiritually yes emotionally yes physically yes health wise yes you are the choice of God you are the anointed of God first John 2 20 or 22 says of you have received anointing from him you are anointed yeah, his body is the head. The oil that flows from the head flows to the skirt. So rise in this power. In the name of Jesus. No devil is devil enough to stop you. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. He's holding me by my right hand. He's holding me with his right hand. Every gate opens before me. Say they will never be shut again. No wonder he says, I know your strength is small, but I know your heart. I have set the door open before no devil can shut it. In the name of Jesus, shall we rise? Shall we rise? Shall we rise? Come on, give him praise. 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 Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him honor. Worship him. Adore him. Adore him. Adore him. Adore him. Honor him. Glory be to God in the highest. And if anybody is sick in the body right now, I take authority in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus. Whether on you or on your loved ones. I say we rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. The fear of death we rebuke in Jesus' name. By his stripes we are healed. I say be healed in the name of Jesus. 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 Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.